0: Hey, all you schizos out there. Welcome to episode one of Dr. Schizo. This episode introduces Darius Pruitt and Rafael Mendez to the world. The characters are taken from the book Pretty Ugly Blues. It's available on Amazon. Um, You don't have to read the book to understand and enjoy the podcast as there are minor differences, but I highly encourage you to go out and check out the book. This episode explores the hidden side to all of us. And it also highlights the different views and opinions on sensitive topics. It isn't intended to offend or any correlation to actual people and incidences is actually just a coincidence, people. Alright, let's go ahead and get into overall state of the world. And in the beginning, there was me. Only me until he who shall not undoubtedly be the reason I shed my dignity And from the beginning I was filled, at first with images chased, captured, and stilled, exploited on fertile grounds untilled, initiated in strife and heavily pilled, then overtly overbilled, and eventually somehow killed. I rise and fall like an eagle soaring towards my destiny. All of my hopes and dreams are now within reach, a finger's length away. I kept my eye on the prize as I honed my skills and stayed the course. Years of midnight study sessions breaking just before the break of dawn. Through those dark nights where I tossed and turned, I yearned for a better existence. I pushed through. There were days when my body was so weak from the abuse I put myself through to make it to another day. Look at me now, though, stacked in the back like a jacked-up Cadillac sitting on racks. I'm so high as if I could fly into the sky without a reason to lie. I don't need reasons or alibis. I'm at the top of my game in and out of the boardroom and the bedroom. I'm never the one to back down from a challenge. I'm your go-to guy with a heart of gold, a golden heart that somewhat glows, a heart so big that everyone knows that anything goes and anyone who says hello becomes an instant friend, not foe. A confidant, indeed of unearned access, intimacy, and familiarity to my soul. And even though this has burned me a few times, the singe from the flames on my wings of trust have regrown. Like the phoenix, I too rise. Yet, the scars remain on my beating heart as souvenirs of love's war with each heartbreak untold. The heart is a curious, glorious organ, though. Its function alone is amazing, pumping and converting unoxygenated blood by the gallons through miles of minute vessels, constant and consistently, from just before birth until a little after death. Somewhere along the history of mankind's intellectual awakening, an unfounded emotional attachment became a vital component of its function. It came to be called love, and boy was I blessed with an overabundance of its blessed but cursed affliction. Some might argue its complementary value, while others dodge its tedious wrath. Success in all other aspects of my life cannot measure up for what I yearn for the most. What is it about success that leaves you feeling both accomplished and empty at the same time? The degrees, the cars, the big fancy houses, all trivial trophies. Have you ever wandered through the halls of a mansion alone? I guess that's why I've become fixated on love. Maybe I smothered Melanie with my love when I should have done it with a pillow instead. At the height of my success, I lost the love of my life, and it wasn't even her. That kind of love would never be that generous to me. It was the loss of my son, who might up eventually calling another man Daddy. From my early adolescence up and through today, various lyrics from love songs have punctuated my journey and dalliances with this elusive emotion. Sitting on highs in the blossom of love's aura, I danced to the beat of its rhythm. Sinking in the depths of love's departure, I shuffled my feet to a different tune. But in the end, I danced to them all. I fell in love in December, only to remember you were loving someone, not me. How can I remember a truth to set me free when I know deep inside I want to be trapped by your lies and the hopes to keep you near my bleeding heart? They keep saying love's not fair, love's not kind, hearts don't break even. Well, why does it feel so good and hurt so much at the same damn time? Someone chased me today, so I ran. They looked for me and I hid. They were busy loving me and I was only loving you. Love goes round and round and round where cupid's arrow stops well love is blind you used to love me and when you do again i'll be gone like december because my love is stronger than a fickle fascination or random hookup when you're bored my love is king and so i thought i'd put on this ring to finalize this thing between us there is nothing because nothing compares nothing compares to you but they also say The greatest love of all is inside of you it's inside of me yet love's hangover is a bitch when love don't live here anymore who needs a heart if you really love me then you would really see that me loving you and you loving me is all i ever wanted to be love reigns supreme on love island dear love stop making a fool of me i'm down on bended knee the world is in a precarious state that strangely resembles the book of revelations in the bible we have famines and fires, fighting and floods. Pandemics are on the rise and democracy is in jeopardy. Threats against our very existence are being lobbied from the right and the left, both foreign and domestic as well as Mother Nature herself. Belief systems themselves are at war with faith. I myself hold on to skepticism of a prophesied doomsday. I'm Darius Walker. In other ways and worlds, I am you and you are me especially if you have reached a few self-managed decades. Like me, you have worked hard to get to where you are in life. Like you, I have been where you have been. Together, we have experienced the highs and lows that life has gifted us. Through failures and successes, life has taught valuable lessons and been taken for granted. Time is relentlessly consistent from beginning to end. Don't believe me? Look back! Yesterday, I was a budding teenager on vacation with my parents in Florida. I kissed a girl for the first time and fell in love the heartbreak from our three-day relationship's abrupt ending lasted for weeks. I guess some things never change. Melanie and I had decided to end our marriage. That was four years ago. Four years now. Wow. Some things never do change. I do hold on to the hope that love will find a way to rescue us all from Armageddon, or at least light the path to the aftermath Maybe there's an after-party where everyone will meet up in a congratulatory celebration for having to endure this journey on Earth. The world needs a big dose of it right now.
1: Hope does spring eternal after all. The thick, black emptiness envelops my wholeness of being. I'm wrapped in its comfort. It's part of me, and me of it. We float together in space, oblivious of time and pace. Sleep doesn't exist in the realm of this dimension because death is more of an acquired condition. Only the dead can hold secrets like a dream forgotten by the noonday hour. Attainment of that trophy is also just as elusive as love is to its addict. They are similar in the senses that you never really know when you have it, or when you lose it, or if you've ever had it in the first place. I am aware of the world outside the vast, lightless void that cocoons me. I see its ugliness through the borrowed lens of something or someone unknown to me. Its mystery has no interest of mine nor I of it. The beings that inhabit that world appear simple and mundane, much like the one who contains me. Even though I revel in my madness, I yearn for chaotic release. I want to wreak havoc, inflict pain, create confusion and destruction. I want change. These morbid feelings are somehow more tangible and concrete in substance than most other emotions. Perplexing thoughts and questions that drift in and out of the void of my existence annoy me. Things like, where did I come from? Where am I going? What are my capabilities and what are my limitations? The biggest question that arrives more frequently is beginning to pull at my conscience. It begs resolve and increased urgency at each request. It taunts my spirit whipping it up into a raging storm from within. That question is, what's next? The answer is obvious. Climb up out of your black hole and into
0: that light they call sun. Open your soul so that you can blossom and spit out the poisons that bind you. Rise up from your slumber. Fill your lungs with my essence. Let my hand linger longer here. Reach in to touch my flesh there. Let my eyes quench your hunger while I devour your thirst. Rise up from your pain. Throw off your black world, turn up your bright lights. The music is fading fast. The air's texture is crisp. Rise up from your prison. Behold my petty, behold my rage. Expose your hypocrisy while I blow up this cage. Tell me your story,
1: exploiting the gory details. Entrails take me to hell. Rise up from your pain. I'm a simple complexity of all my experiences seen through eyes that are not mine. Each additive value contributes to my own story. I do not possess a body on the regular. I come to life dramatically when pushed, then somehow pulled toward the light. I have no use for love, sympathy, nor compassion. They are on the weaker end of the emotional spectrum. I am made up of more powerful stuff. I call myself Raphael because I need to call myself something, something other than what I have been labeled conscience, alter ego or voice of fucking reason. How fucking creative is that? I've been in the timeless void so long that I don't remember when I began. Perhaps a hundred years ago or so, I smashed the nose of a 32-year-old black man that was trying to kill me. I was awestruck. I watched his eyes roll back in his head in pain. His hands released the chokehold they held on my neck and flew up to his face. His squatted stance over me afforded me my next attack. When I kicked him in the balls, he actually toppled backwards, allowing me to scramble to my feet and run like hell. I laughed so hard, the tears of pain turned to absolute joy. As far as the state of the world, well, it isn't precarious enough. How did you think it would end? Yes, we have famines and fires and fighting and floods, but so the fuck what? We've always had these things since the beginning of time. Pandemics plagued the world for centuries that man has walked the earth. We just didn't have the technology nor the education of their existence until late. And the Bible? By far the greatest historical scam of all time. I wonder who's getting the residuals from that book deal. Mother Nature has always been an undervalued, overlooked, shortchanged whore. She's been on the rag since the Ice Age. Democracy is under attack, and rightfully so. The people on Earth are spineless sheep that follow money, sex, power, and anything that grows in popularity. He or she who shakes their ass on TikTok can attest to that. People will do anything for a thumbs-up icon. They should be slaughtered or enslaved for their stupidity. Belief systems at war with faith is a result of an idiotic plan that was created in order to keep the sheep in line. Believe what I tell you and have faith with no proof. The plan failed to address intellectual evolution. Yes, even sheep get smarter in time.
0: Hey, thanks for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed the episode of DR Schizo. While this podcast is primarily a creative space to explore today's most divisive topics, it is also being used to promote mental health awareness. If you or a loved one is suffering from mental health illness, please reach out to a qualified mental health professional. You can email me or inbox me for further details. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the like button and subscribe for our weekly updates and shows. Also, come on over to drschizo.com and check out our weekly blog where we cover more serious discussions on mental health. Thanks and have a great day. Hope to see you next week.